Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and welcome to another episode of Founders and Friends. And before we start the podcast, let's give a quick shout out to Rippling. Rippling is the new cool payroll tool that we see a lot of startups using. Rippling is great for your traditional HR and payroll. They integrate very nicely. But guess what? They did another thing. They integrate into your IT infrastructure. They make it really easy for when you hire someone to spin up all the web services and their computer, which sounds kind of like not a huge deal. But actually, we did the study at Cruise. We spend $420 on average just getting a new employee's computer up and running and their web service up and running. It's actually a really big deal. It saves a lot of money. And the dogs are eating the dog food. Like We see a lot of startups coming in to Cruise now using Rippling. So please check out Rippling. Great service. We love it. I think we have a podcast with Parker Conrad. You can hear it from his own words, but we're seeing them take market share. So shout out to Rippling. And now to another awesome podcast at Cruise Consulting's Founders and Friends. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Matt Martin of Clockwise. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me, Scott. Happy to be here. Oh, this is this is a, a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this one. I told Matt, I sent Matt an email before we got on that I was going to have to calm myself down here and not get too overly enthusiastic. Matt's the founder of Clockwise. Do you want to kind of tell everyone about your journey and how you had the inspiration for Clockwise? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I have to start by saying, Scott, that we've only had a couple people make YouTube profiles of us before. Wow. So uh, we're huge fans of yours as well. That was awesome to see. That's how strongly <laughs> I, like we used it for like, so clock, I'll give the quick, Clockwise allows you to like dynamically rearrange your schedule and the schedule of people that you work with. So that frees up a lot of time in your calendar. So I started using Clockwise and all of a sudden I had like these, one hour, two hour blocks of time where I could actually think and actually write and get stuff yep. done instead of like half an hour here, half an hour there. So anyone who gets interrupted a lot, like you know what this is like. And I've that's been my entire time at Cruise Consulting. So I started using Clockwise and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like it's a, it's a new world. So I I like to do videos. So I recorded a YouTube video talking about you guys. Yeah, music to my ears. I mean, our mission is to help the world make time for what matters. And we're, we're happy to hear that we're doing that for you. Yeah, zooming back out to myself and a little bit of the story of Clockwise. I grew up, I love building stuff. I, I grew up building websites. I was a huge Apple nerd before that was a cool thing, before Steve Jobs came back making hypercard stacks. And uh, I came out to the Bay Area about a decade ago after bailing on an early career as a lawyer, um, made the hard switch back to tech, and uh, worked at a variety of startups, uh, small, medium, large, and ended up at a company eventually called RelateIQ. And uh, RelateIQ is kind of an important touch point for us as a company because uh, it's where some of the inspiration for Clockwise comes from. But it was also just, as, as you had mentioned, Scott, it was a hotbed of talent, um, just yeah. incredibly great people. And it's where I met my co-founder, Gary Lerhopt. Um, he was actually my boss at the time, uh, very first engineering hire there, VP of engineering post-acquisition. Um, I was heading up front-end engineering, and uh, we were purchased by Salesforce in 2014. By the and way, so, we were Cruise Consulting was a, a proud subscriber to Relate IQ. We loved it. It was like revolutionary that you could send someone a link 
or send them the times that you had available and like they could just book it. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. talk about the time savings there too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I followed the Relate IQ story for a really long time. And we actually, before I turned on the mics, we were reminiscing because I used to work with Elise, who was one of the people that you worked with at Relate IQ. She started a company called Stride Software and was a cruise client for many years. So like we have a lot of common friendships and I really respect the journey that Relate IQ did. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, a small shout out to Elise Bergeron, just incredibly talented. If you ever have the chance to work with her, but we uh, so at Relate IQ, a little bit of background for your listeners. What we did is we connected primarily to email, and then we would use the analysis out of the data in your email to supercharge a CRM experience. Yeah, so you had to do less manual data entry. You could more easily collaborate with your colleagues. Um, fantastic product. It was acquired by Salesforce, as I said. And, you know, as happens post-acquisition, people start to talk about different ideas that they have. Um, we had, uh, I think, almost a dozen different companies spin out of that early crew at Relate IQ. Amazing. Amazing. I know. Out of, out of 80 people at the time of acquisition, I think there were about a dozen companies. What I was seeing, uh, along with my co-founder, Gary, is just nothing new, I think, to anybody in your audience, but just how difficult it is to get time for your priorities in the modern work environment. Um, it's so easy to slip into this reactive flow where you're you're bouncing from meeting to meeting. You know, you're trying to sneak in email triage in different parts of the day. You respond to Slack messages, um, and not having that time to actually go proactive to do the really difficult parts of your job. Yep. Yep. You know, the idea just stuck with me because uh, small anecdote here. I would, I would every afternoon I would go to this coffee shop in Palo Alto, and uh, I would always see members of my team that were sitting hunched over a coffee table. You know, I love it. I love, it was that was a, their way of getting away kind of thing and actually getting work done. Yeah. And I mean, like it, it wasn't always the same person, but there's always somebody. And I, I started to ask them every time I'd see somebody on my team, I'd say, you know, like we have, you know, I mean, it's a startup. We have Aaron chairs, like nice desks, like a block away. Why are you hunched over at a coffee table? <laughs> and, uh, and the answer was always, you know, I'm just trying to get work done. Like I'm trying to like keep in my flow and try to get people out of my space. And you see that enough times and you start to look at what is getting in their way. And it's, it's this constant drumbeat of meetings getting popped onto their calendar. You know, an interview, somebody tapping on your shoulder, putting you in a room. People start to take work home with them. It hurts morale. It hurts productivity. Yeah, yeah. I think the real realization for us was, A, it's a personal problem. B, it's a universal problem. But C, the real insight is that as personal as time management is, you know, as much as you know, me going to a coffee shop is a personal experience. It changes the flow of my day or me getting on a podcast with you. Like this is what I live inside a modern environment. The real blocker is at the network level. It's, it's the interchange between people. You know, I can be, I can be the best master of GT uh, of getting things done. And if my boss slaps a event on my schedule in the middle of the afternoon, that's it. I'm going, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. Well, and said another way, like that networked level, it's it's a problem that everyone has. So like what Clockwise does, it doesn't just improve like my life, but it improves my coworkers' life too, because they have the same exact problem. They want to get work done too. And that meeting that I have that I schedule with them is it may be inconvenient for them. And so by making that like dynamically changed. It just improved two people's lives or That's three right. people's lives. You know, it's, it's so like, I think you, you hit upon a soup. Like I was telling you before I turned the mics on, one of the things I love about it is that the more people I invite to clockwise, 
the stronger it gets, the more benefit I get. And that's like the very definition of a network effect. Like it's, yep. inc- it's, I mean, you gotta be so fired up because your, your yeah. growth is probably insane right now. Cause I think I personally invited 10 people inside of cruise consulting to start using it, you know, yep. and now they're using it and they probably invited another 20 people to start using it. So yep. it just makes everybody's life better. Yeah, and I mean, that is one of the the core principles of the product. And one of the amazing things about working in this space is that um, it really does, you know, it's not network effects in that it's beneficial for us as the business clockwise to have more people on. It's beneficial for every new user to get more users on. And uh, to your point, um, the growth really has been pretty tremendous. I mean, we're completely virally distributed. I mean, we're still a relatively small team. And we don't pay anything for advertising or, or anything. It's all word of mouth and people bring it to their organization. And it's precisely that, Scott. It's that sigh of relief. It's just like, I got an afternoon back. And it, and like, who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I was telling you that after our podcast, because of Clockwise, because of the and – the, and for people who don't know, um, it runs – I think it runs like at 4 p.m. the day before. So like yesterday at 4 p.m., it consolidated all my meetings today. And so like there's two software specs I have to write. Like we have two internal improvement projects that we are going to build next week, probably start on, but I have to finish the specs for those. There's no way I would have time to actually write. Like that's, that's like, that's not just email triage. That's like real thinking and yeah. probably screenshots and, and arrows and workflows that like your, your product is going to let me do today. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. I, and you made the point earlier that people take work home when they can't, don't get a chance to do it. That's such an amazing point. And at Cruise, we really, we really promote work-life balance. Like the days of, of we do not want people getting burned out or burning themselves yeah. out. And so we want them to have balance. But you know what? Honestly, I probably would have done those software specs tomorrow. And instead, I get to play with my kid, you know? Yeah, and yep. I would have probably felt guilty the whole time I was doing it. And yep. now there's no guilt. I just I just get it done on a reasonable time frame. Yeah, it, no, it, the the mission at Clockwise really is to help the world make time for what matters. And I think it's one of the things that really excited me about this space and about devoting, you know, a huge part of my career to it is the ability to have a piece of software that simultaneously helps organizations be more productive, higher velocity, but also helps individuals not just feel like they can finally state what they need to do, but actually have it respected. Yeah, um, yeah. Because there are all these silent preferences in the organization that have they don't live anywhere, right? Like the the preference that you need to get home to spend time with your kids, you know, maybe people know that about you because they work with you, but when they go to schedule, you know, that, that doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah. The other the other thing that I think um, this these silent preferences is such a great term, or said another way, clockwise gives me permission. Like I it allows me to give myself permission to block time off. Like, for example, I never take lunch. I used to never take lunch. But since I started using Clockwise, there's actually a feature in there that says, like, do you want a break for lunch and how long and between what time periods? And now every day for like the last – because I've been using Clockwise probably like six weeks, maybe two months. So like two or three weeks ago, I turned that on. And now I just take a breather for 30 minutes. And I actually, and it's a little easier because I'm at home. So with COVID, I'm just, I can just make lunch. But like I sit there, do not do any work. I don't eat at my desk. I don't read anything. All I do is just decompress. And what I've found is it makes me so much more more productive. Like it recharges my decision-making engine. Yep. And so in my head and, but like without that, like kind of permission and default setting that clockwise enables, 
I just would have never done it. I never, I've worked here for five years yeah. and I never did it ever. You know, it's crazy. But there's a lot of magic to being able to offload some of the, for lack of a better word, social complexities of this yeah. stuff onto clockwise. Yeah. Um, and, and we've discovered that. I mean, it's, it's very intentional, you know, things like lunch, people, it's too bad they feel this way, but it's, it's human, right? You know, you don't, yeah. you feel like you're being selfish somehow by stating that you need lunch on your calendar. And it's not selfish. So it's important. Like you need no, time like to research. Yeah. You need that somehow <laughs> yeah. I got away from, you know, but like yeah. I did get away from it. And it's, it's just easier to have clockwise create the space for that. And then as more people join, it creates the shared dynamic where it's like, well, yeah, of course, clockwise makes time for lunch. Yeah. Um, the other feature that, or the other thing I like is, and this is, I think in a lot of calendar programs, but because you guys are moving stuff around, it's really helpful in that I can set the parameters of my day. So yeah. like, you know, and I was someone who was kind of guilty of um, like, despite having a young child, if someone really needed to talk to me like early in the morning, I'd usually do it. But now what clockwise does is takes that meeting and moves it out of my too early zone. And, and because I don't have to do any work to do it, it finds like a zone that works for me and the other team member. Yep. And so like it saved me from this is like sometimes I joke Google Maps must have saved so many fights between husbands and wife. <laughs> you ever think about that? Yeah. So clockwise actually saves many fights slash stressful moments with either my wife or my kid. Be, it would be with my kid because my kid's just doing something and my wife would be getting mad at me because I'm trying to go to a call when I shouldn't be going to a call. Right. Yeah. So there's like this like relationship preservation. <laughs> yeah. Doing. Well, so That's let me share, cool. let me share this use case that my co-founder uses clockwise for, and it's a little yeah. bit, it's a little bit of hacking together all of our feature sets. So you have to be a pretty pro user, which of course yeah. my co-founder I'm is. getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but we also, we have a feature called personal calendar sync. And uh, oh, what yeah, this yeah. does is, you know, I have a, I have a calendar with my spouse uh, where we share uh, different family obligations. And uh, different people have used this in different ways, but what it does is one step beyond what you can already do in Google Calendar Outlook, which is yep. actually syncs in real time the events from your personal calendar to your work calendar. Very nice. And Very nice. what my co-founder has done with personal calendar sync is he's actually made a childcare calendar with his wife. Oh. And uh, so he'll put, his Ooh. wife will put blocks of, literally she'll have a video conference call so Gary has to be on childcare duty from one to two. She can just put it on that Google calendar. That'll get synced to his work calendar. And then here's the kicker. Clockwise will then automatically move meetings off of it because it sees it That's and it'll huge. autopilot away. So like she just, she just changes the childcare and then all of a sudden his work calendar responds to it. That will, especially in time of COVID where everyone's like, we're very lucky in that our nanny is still operational, but there's a lot of families that have lost their nanny. Yep. We yep. small kids. And so especially a lot of cruise team members, actually, we have a lot, we, because we have a, a remote workforce, everyone, people like who are, have small children like working at cruise, especially because they have flexibility in their day and yep. can be at home and get rid of the transportation costs to work. But like, if you don't have childcare trying to work with your two and a half year old, in the house really doesn't work. So one of the spouses is having to watch. So like one of our team members has been doing like an eight to 11 PM shift just to be able to get his work done because he's, he's doing a lot of childcare during the day. So I can see that feature being so helpful because like 
if Paul needs something moved around or Paul's wife needs something moved around, Clockwise can just handle it for him. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, uh, the childcare complications in with COVID have just been very intense for a lot of our users. And yeah. so any way that we can help, uh, we're always happy to do so. It's amazing. Well, maybe, and I don't want you to, to give away any secrets or something like that, but like, <laughs> how did you, how were you able to like create, like network these calendars? Like it, it's, I know Google calendar is open APIs. I'd always heard Outlook was pretty difficult. Exchange was pretty difficult to work with. Like yeah. how, how did you guys make that technical leap to be able to put all this stuff together? Well, you know, one benefit that we had is that we had done elements of this at RelateIQ as well. That's true, um, yeah. You know, we, <laughs> you know, the primary point of integration was more on the email side than the calendar side, but it's a shared API for yeah. most, uh, you know, you're working with Google or you're working with Microsoft. Um, yep. And I have the scar tissue on exchange. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, there was it's a company brutal. called Bobney that I was always talking to back in the day, and they really demonstrated how difficult exchange was for me. So, I've, uh, yeah, I've always been – that's been stressful, even just thinking about it for you. But you <laughs> I guess you did have – like, you guys made it work. Like, it works, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, at a technical level, I can go really, really deep here. And so feel free to press um, at a deeper level. Yeah, yeah, like but like, I don't want you to give anything away either because you guys are a business and you need to be make money and be profitable and all that kind of stuff. But but what we do is it is quite intense. Um, you know, we are creating our own visibility layer onto the calendar completely on our side. Um, so is what Clockwise does at the core is we're processing your calendar and scoring it almost every minute of every day for a priority fit. Wow. Um, and it's a priority fit based on the content of the meeting, who you're meeting with, when you tend to have meetings, the inferred preferences that we pull out of the data, but also your stated preferences. So yeah. if just by way of example, if you are jammed on Friday and you only have 30 minutes from 12 o'clock to 12.30 where you could possibly have a lunch and somebody schedules another meeting there, we're in a, we are going to penalize that meeting. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like almost like a defensive line or offensive line protecting your lunch, your lunch time. <laughs> That's right. But, but we do that across dozens of set of preferences. And the cool thing about clockwise at the core is that um, while we have manifested those preferences in specific ways for the users right now, it is very generic in how it's actually engineered. So you can imagine in the future, you might have a preference, and by the way, this is not on the roadmap, but just to illustrate how specific you can get, you might have a preference that, you know, I have my most important outside client is Kathy at IBM. Yeah. Kathy at IBM is anywhere on my calendar. Oh, that is the so number smart. one preference. Yep. Um, and so you can gear in those knobs however you want, but the system itself is very gener generic into scoring the priority. And then using that to represent how are we going to rearrange things in order to get the best output, not yeah. just for Scott, but for everybody on the meetings. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I like that because we're client service. So I like that whole, like I always tell founders they have the bat phone, like they can just call my cell or things like that. So because I do make time for our, our clients like that. So that is really cool. Like picking up on those little subtleties. The yeah. other, other, and I, we want to talk about the series B in a second, but the, if I may, the only yeah. other feature request I'd love to make would be like a scheduling link yep. a la Calendly or Relate IQ. Yeah. And I was, it would just make, cause then it would be like kind of all combined in one system. But I was thinking about it before we got on the podcast. I was like the same virality I initiated inside of Cruise Consulting, just because I would invite people 
like that will unleash like a whole nother level of virality amongst like all the cruise clients. Like there's 250 yeah. clients that will start be getting me my, my clockwise link. And then all of a sudden they're going to be on it. Like that seems yeah. like, I'm sure it's like super beneficial to you, but it would actually make my life a lot easier too. Well, I definitely have good news for you. It's something that oh. we think about a lot. All right. <laughs> I mean, that probably up if you. Yeah, it, it'll, uh, it, we, we'll get there. You know, one of the things that's interesting about clockwise that we've learned over time is um, because we're, because we are providing value at the preference layer and because we're providing layer at like, what does Scott need? The level of complexity for new features is a little bit higher, not, not yeah, insurmountable, sure. but like when you think about external scheduling and we're thinking about this a lot, what we want to provide for you is of course a link scheduler, but something that layers onto that, just nudging according to what you want to do. Um, you know, if you, if you have a founder and they need to meet with you any time of the day, that's a priority. Of course they should have access to that, yeah. but all things being equal, if they can do that at a time that doesn't, you know, Swiss cheese your afternoon, that's even better. Yeah. And so building the product experience to nudge them in the right direction is what we think a lot about. I'm sure it's super complex because you're also layering in all of their preferences and their organizations. That's right. Preferences, which makes it, but your, your network effect is going to get insanely big. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe talk about the the series B a little bit. Like, congratulations, first of all. That's yeah, a, thank you. a lot of money, and I'm sure it was really hard to do. But <laughs> you probably have great numbers, and you're looking good in your experienced team. Like, how to how to go down? How'd you how'd you make it happen? Well, this is kind of an interesting story because we uh, started to form this relationship and started to raise it right as everything was falling apart in terms of COVID and shelter in place. And it was just it. You know, looking back on it, it was a fascinating period in order to go out and raise new capital because nobody knew what was going on. And so it's taking it to, I mean, with the stock market, with the valuations. Oh, with man. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we still don't know what's, I mean, it's yeah. all up in the air still, but it's a little bit more solidified. And what occurred was, I'll try to make this short and sweet, but essentially we were uh, capitalized to be able to last out the year and into 2021 just fine. So we weren't thinking about raising anytime soon. And the growth had been uh, truly fantastic throughout uh, 2020 and continues to be. So we thought, you know, momentum's there. Let's just sit tight. We're going to continue to go. We know what our product roadmap is. We're, we're locked in. But the growth had teed off a bunch of VCs because, you know, they have investments. They're using and, it. And they're probably they're using, using it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And so they were seeing it inside their companies. They were seeing it on their calendars. And so uh, one investor specifically, Bain Capital Ventures, you know, and I don't mean this to sound uh, arrogant at all. I, I think a lot of founders will empathize with this. Like you tend to just get a lot of inbound discussions yeah. from yeah. VCs. And you know, you discount an email, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's intense intention. I was an associate at a VC firm too, so I know. Okay. You know, we've talked to a lot of great companies and you want to have the... You want to have the conversation because you're gathering information. It doesn't mean the founder wants to have the conversation. Either. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And it doesn't mean that a deal will happen or anything of that nature. So yeah. I, I had been very used to just kind of batting those away because uh, I wanted to focus on product and we weren't thinking about diving in. But then Bain actually started to do due diligence on our customers. And we caught this because one of our customers said, hey, you know, why is Bain Capital Ventures reach out to me. We're like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, it's a little aggressive, actually, but hey. Yeah, it is, but you know what? I really respected it because when we started conversations, they came to the table with stuff that was 
informational for us. I mean, they yeah, actually yeah. brought information yeah. about, and we're a very customer centric company. That's a really great observation. Like they're doing almost like a market research survey for you and giving yeah. you that data for free, you know? And, and of course way. they were doing it in order to formulate yeah, yeah. their thesis about us, but like they were very transparent with it. They were very helpful in terms of coming to the table. It made for an interesting conversation and it was just a really great way to break the ice. And then I got to know Ajay Agarwal there we, we basically got to know each other over Zoom, which is an interesting process in of itself. Yeah. Um, and there were, a couple other, there were a couple other firms that I was talking with relatively intensely who had kind of had the same insight. Yeah. Um, but Ajay and the, the team that he was working with at Bain Capital Ventures put themselves in full position with the market research that they had done with our customers. And, um, you know, we set up a bunch of meetings. Uh, we set up, you know, what's interesting, Scott, is like we raised the A we're running around Sand Hill Road all the time. Yeah. And like, yeah. there's just a logistical, it's nice that the VCs are kind of all in one place. This is this is the point I've been making to some of you. I've actually been more active on business development than during COVID than before because I can do it without the transaction costs. I think this is where you're going with this. Like mm -hmm. the drive over to this meeting and grab a parking spot and then grab coffee and then yep. do all these like five things actually takes a lot of time. Where with Zoom, I can actually just touch people and talk to people so much faster. It yep. sounds like that was what was going on with your VC round. Totally. I mean, it just it reduces that complexity where you have to, and yeah. on both sides, right? So it, yeah. it it's yeah. not just for me that it reduces the travel time. On their side, all of a sudden, partner meetings can happen any day of the week. They don't yeah. have to, to be on Monday. Yeah. Um, but it does up the intensity because now you're just go, 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 go for a, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. a week. I was just yeah. like running at, we at do every a lot angle. Of those. I know we're, I mean, we do a lot of fun, like, funding. So like, I know how emanate it. It's like how it is. It's like, yeah, that, but that's just part of life. That's part of being a founder. And, you know, you got to take the money when it's there and, you know, who knows, like you, especially for you guys, like you would have been safe through all 2021, but like, who knows? We were all fortunate that the stock market came back which meant during COVID, which meant like VCs felt good about writing checks. There was definitely like a six week period yep. where no one knew what was going to happen with valuations and everything was locked up. Yep. And so like you, like when that spigot opens up, it's your job as a CEO to make it happen, you know? Yeah, that's right. And I mean, I don't want to, you know, it, it's interesting to talk about the fundraising in this context because it was so uncertain and it was kind of a new experience. Oh, um, yeah. For, for us, I think you also have to be really careful as a founder, as the leader of a company. You know, the capital in is critical, right? Because it's existential, but it's just fuel. Like it, you know, the challenge is still the same. We've got to deliver for our customers. It allows us to go faster, to hire, and the capital is essential. But like the objective is still, oh, we yeah. want to help people make time for what matters. We want to deliver a great product. Yeah. Well, and the way I think about it with a company like yours, like I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but it feels like you have like a winning product. So you're spending way less time, you know, f trying to figure out product market fit or try to figure out like it can this work or will this work? And it almost becomes like an like it's always an obligation to raise money, but like you kind of owe it to not just the employees and the company, but like all the users. Like yeah. we, we all know we can all use clockwise for like two days and know it's going to be very, very helpful. So like, Hey man, Hey Matt, don't let me, don't let Scott Orn down, you know, like yeah. I need, yeah. you know, yeah. so I think it was smart, but that I'm sure, like, have you guys even got together in person yet? Or is it still all, all uh, zoom 
with uh, you know with so i did have the good fortune of i i met ajay in person for the very first time the day we closed our office you know, for <laughs> shelter in place so uh, we did have one meeting in person but i'm still waiting we are both very eager to share a drink in person yeah, okay. <laughs> at some okay. point in the future I love it. Well, hey man, this has been really good. And I, again, I didn't want to. I don't want to come across as like super promotional. This is just a product I believe in. It's made my life a lot better. And thank you for spending time with us. Um, do you want to kind of give the audience, a, like, tell them where they can find yeah. Clockwise and how to reach out? Absolutely. So if you've if you've liked what Scott and I have been talking about, I would love to hear from you personally. I mean, feel free to email me directly, Matt, M-A-T-T, at getclockwise.com, G-E-T, clockwise.com. Um, I love to talk to early founders if you're starting something out. I love to talk to people who are thinking about time management or just customers who want to uh, talk about the product. And then if you want to install Clockwise and get up and running, completely easy to do. It takes all of a minute um, to get it up and running. You just connect to your calendar. You go to getclockwise.com, G-E-T clockwise.com, or just Google Clockwise. You'll find us, um, and you can uh, you can be saving time in a matter of minutes. It's really fast. And then I, if I can just put a little plug in, the fr- like you may even, before you even really get it going, just invite like three of your close coworkers because it actually works a lot better if, if a bunch of people are using it. Like yeah. our whole onboarding and sales team uses it now and it's like so much easier for everybody. So yeah, man. Well, congratulations. You're, you're kind of like, especially in the startup world, like there's, there really are no overnight successes in like your overnight success of like it, it's perceived maybe that clockwise is the overnight success. But like, if you really rewind the tape all the way back to relate IQ. And even before that, you said you're a lawyer off before recording, like <laughs> there's a long journey to get to this point. Yes. And, uh, and not everyone gets to this point. So it's really special. So enjoy the journey. And uh, I'll, look, that. I'll look for that little link. You're going to make really make my my week as soon as I get that. <laughs> awesome. We're excited to do that for you. Awesome. All right, man. Great talking to you. Thanks so much, Scott. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. From founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Scotty.